What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So it was a fun night of baseball yesterday, fun day of baseball. And I'm going to start with what was probably the most exciting game of the year, the Padres beating the Cardinals yesterday to stay alive. They beat the Cardinals 11-9 in a comeback victory. I mean, it was a really wild one. Uh, I mean, they were down they were down 6-2 at one point. It was a comeback. They were down 6-2 in the sixth inning. And then Fernando Tatis hit a three-run bomb to bring them within one. Then you would have Manny Machado hit a home run to tie the game. They went back-to-back right after that. And this is the kind of power display we've seen from the Padres all year long. And, you know, just the kind of excitement that that we've seen them do, you know, grand slams and things like that. No grand slams yesterday, but... So once Machado tied it, 6-6, six 6-6 six, six six, in the next inning, in the seventh, Will Myers hit a go-ahead homer to make it 7-6 San Diego. And then, for good measure, Mr. Fernando Tatis would go deep again in the same inning to make it a 9-6 ball game. He had a two-run homer there. So his second home run of the night. And then, to put the nail in the coffin, Will Myers goes up there in the bottom of the eighth, and he hits a two-run homer. So all those home runs right there, that's five home runs for the Padres starting in the bottom of the sixth inning. Two from Tatis, two from Will Myers, one from Manny Machado. And that was enough to take them from a 6-2 to deficit all the way to an 11-9 victory. And that's the kind of offense they've shown all year long. That's just what we... What I wanted to see, honestly, is postseason. I want to see the Padres go a little deeper. I mean, I, I do think that the unfortunate news of Denelson Lamette and Mike Clevenger both being hurt at the same time right when the playoffs starts is a huge blow to them, you know, with the pitching. But we'll see how long they last. So Game 3 is going to be tonight, 10 p.m. Eastern on ESPN, and the winner of that will advance to the Division Series. Speaking of advancing to the Division Series, staying on the West Coast, the Dodgers did just that. They were backed by a playoff gem by Clayton Kershaw. So Kershaw was was pretty vintage last night. I mean, his postseason narrative uh, just hasn't hasn't been very good. A lot of people, you know, the story with Clayton Kershaw is that he doesn't perform well on the big stage because he's he, he's had some really um, bad outings out there in October. I mean, if you think about last year against the Nationals, that game that they lost, you know, he, he was on the mound giving up back-to-back home runs. But that wasn't really his fault. That was mismanaging by Dave Roberts, in my opinion. But uh, I digress, and last night he struck out 13 in eight innings against the Brewers. So that matches his postseason high for punchouts, 13 matches his postseason high for innings pitched with eight. And um, only two other Dodgers pitchers have had more postseason punchouts in a game. Sandy Koufax had 15 in a game, and Carl Erskine had 14 in a game. And, um, yeah, just dominant. He allowed three singles, one walk. He even had a pickoff of Luis Arias in the eighth inning. And now he evens his postseason record to 10-10. And, 10. and um, yeah, so he's second most all-time uh, f- uh, for double-digit strikeout games in the postseason. This is a sixth double-digit strikeout game. Uh, Verlander has seven double-digit strikeout games in the postseason. And, um yeah, I mean, we saw Kirsch's increased velo again. So not only with the fastball, but also uh, with his slider. So all and all the strikeouts came on breaking balls. Ten on sliders, three on curves, and and and, and Kershaw is looking good. You know, his arm is looking way healthier, 
and his fastball has more giddy up to it than it did last year. And, you know, we talked about maybe he went, I think he went to drive line over the offseason. You know, getting his velo back has been huge for him. Because, I mean, you can't, yes, you can. I mean, you, you can pitch at 88 to 90 or 90, 91, which is what he was topping out last year. But just adding an extra tick makes the rest of your stuff play that much better. It makes his curveball play better. It makes, you know, everything play that much better if, you, if he's able to get it up there to like 92, 93 instead of, you know, 90, 89, whatever it was. So, yeah, good stuff from, from Kershaw yesterday. Dodgers, Dodgers win that series. Uh, they defeat the Brewers yesterday by a score of 3 to nothing, and they sweep that wild card series. They are moving on. They're moving on to play the NLDS it's going to be either the Padres or Cardinals, so we'll see what happens there. The Oakland A's moved on as well. They they also advanced. They defeated the White Sox yesterday, and that was, you know, that was a, that was an exciting game. I was watching that one. Uh, they win Game Three by a score of six to four, and for the first time in 14 years, Oakland's advancing in the playoffs. You know, this is one of the the best regular season teams in baseball. They they just always not been able to get past you know that wild card round or that uh, ALDS round in the postseason for the first time since 2006 they're doing that and uh you know Sean Murphy got them going with a two-run homer in the fourth inning Chad Pinder had a two-run single in the fifth to give them the lead for good and uh yeah that that was that was really good so finally Bob Melvin has you know been able to uh get Oakland to the next round that's huge that's huge. In three games, Oakland actually got 15 out of 27 innings pitched from its bullpen. I mean, so uh, hats off to Bob Melvin for for um, managing that, mixing and matching his relievers. He did it for the final 27 outs yesterday, actually. So they only got the first seven outs with their starting pitcher, and then the rest of the way was bullpen. And last but not least, we have the Braves, who advanced yesterday. They won game two by score of 5 to nothing to sweep that series. Max Freed... And Ian Anderson, you know, they pitched games one and two. So Ian Anderson went yesterday. He was dominant. I mean, this kid has been has been stellar. He's been really good ever since he's come up to the big leagues. Just what, like a month ago? And obviously they shut out the they shut out the Reds yesterday. This is a Reds team that didn't score a single run in either of the two games. I mean, Ian Anderson. I mean, he's, he's what like 20, 21, 22? but I mean, he's he's pitching like like a vet out there. I mean. Six shutout innings with nine strikeouts. That's that's all you can really ask for. Luis Castillo pitched well for the Reds as well. Five and a third with with uh, one earned run and seven punchies. But, you know, the bullpen for the Reds kind of blew it there. Rosiello Iglesias with three earned runs. Uh, so that's where they tagged him. But, yeah, Marcelo Zuna and Adam Duvall, big home runs yesterday. And the Braves will march on. They will march on to the NLDS. So they're going to be playing either the Cubs or Marlins Tuesday at Minute Maid Park in Houston. And speaking of the Cubs and Marlins, they, they had a weather delay yesterday, so they're going to play today uh, in Chicago with the Marlins having one game one. So we'll see what happens there. But, yeah, that's that's kind of a recap. That's a recap of everything, I believe. And we'll see, yeah, we'll see what happens with today's games. But that's going to do it. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who would be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.